Welcome to Quick Consult, the podcast that addresses the questions you were most likely to ask or should ask in a consultation with an estate planning attorney. Welcome to Quick Consult. I'm your host, Sarah Josie, an estate planning attorney licensed to practice law in Virginia and North Carolina. Halloween is upon us. Scary movies about witches, goblins, and ghosts are all around, and everyone is preparing for a night of dress-up and candy indulgences. I love this time of year. I think it's a lot of fun, especially for kids. But I also think it's a time of year where you can learn some really important life lessons. So if you've ever seen the movie Casper the Friendly Ghost, you know that ghosts stick around because they usually have unfinished business. So in this kind of fun, hopefully, uh, quick consult, but also one that will teach us some good life lessons, let's dive into some spooky tales about uh, some individuals who might still be ghosts walking among us because they did not do the right estate planning, and therefore they have unfinished business. So the first ghost we're going to look to here is Larry King. So Larry King had a will that was prepared back in 2015, naming his then wife, Sean King, as the executor. At that time, Larry had four children, um, and this is where things kind of take a twisted turn. So he had this will written in 2015, and then several events transpired. So first, it's important to know that he was married to a woman named Sean King, and Sean was his seventh wife, uh, and at the time of his death, they were married for 22 years. However, also at the time of his death, they were going through a divorce. In 2019, sadly, Larry had a stroke, and that put him in a coma for a few days and left him unable to walk on his own. And then tragedy struck again in 2020 when two of his children died. Prior to the death of his children, but after his stroke, Larry also modified his written will from 2015. And in this modification, he wrote, This is my last will and testament. It should replace all previous writings. In the event of my death, any day after the above date, I want 100% of my funds to be divided equally among my children. So he doesn't account for his wife. He doesn't name an executor. He does not address what happens if any of his children should die, which unfortunately two of them did since he made this writing. So do, does the entire estate pass to the surviving children or does it pass to his grandchildren, his deceased children's children? And what about his wife? So they were going through a divorce at the time, but it is no surprise to hear that she makes the argument that he wasn't mentally competent to write the letter and that the 2015 will should stand. Most terrifyingly of all, Larry only left a $2 million estate, and it will be interesting to see if any of it is left after his heirs duke it out in court. So moral of this very scary story is do not try to go it alone with your estate planning documents like Larry did. The consequences could be dire. 
Next, we have a ghastly tale of John Singleton and his failure to plan for his incapacity and to update his estate planning documents. So, John was a successful Hollywood filmmaker, and he died with a $38 million estate. Sadly, in 2019, he slips into a coma, and at that time, he did not have any incapacity planning done. So, he didn't have a healthcare power of attorney, an advanced directive, or a general power of attorney. And this creates a bloodbath between his family members as to who should be his guardian and conservator. And even more horrifyingly, his family discovers during this uh, dispute that there's a will, but the will is dated from 1993. And since that time, he had fathered six more children and from different women. So this terrifying tale ends with a gory court battle over who will eventually take this ghost's fortune. Moral of this story is you cannot forget to review your estate plan from time to time. And of course, please, please do incapacity planning in addition to death planning so that you don't end up haunting your family members um, after you pass away. And then finally, we have this terrifying tale of Anna Nicole Smith and J. Howard Marshall. So as many of you are probably aware, Anna was significantly younger than Mr. Marshall. She was 26 when she married Marshall, who was 89. Marshall died soon after their marriage, and Anna went after a share of his estate, even though she was left out of the will and he had a, a massive estate. I don't remember the exact number, but I think it was over um, or she was trying to be awarded around 400 million or something like that. So it was very significant. So Anna alleged that Marshall told her he would give her a portion of the estate. So she's trying to argue to the court that it was an oral gift. And this harrowing tale results in multiple court hearings, one in California with an order, one in Texas with a conflicting order. And the argument goes all the way up to a Supreme, to the United States Supreme Court. And it went on for years and even survived Anna's own death. So Anna had a surviving child and they were trying to collect for the benefit of that child. So this harrowing and very sad tale tells us that we should not leave any estate plan up to chance. If you mean it, put it in writing through an estate planning attorney. So in this case, years of litigation, money spent, um, families being ripped apart, all of that could have been avoided if Mr. Marshall had updated his estate planning documents, if that's what he really intended to do. So these harrowing tales, unfortunately, are sad, but hopefully a little spooky, which is what I was going for for this time of year, and I hope that it gives you some good tips and important life lessons about what it really means to have estate planning documents. You're not just doing this for yourself, you're doing it for your loved ones, and if you don't want to haunt them by creating years of dispute, Uh, between your family members, please do consider getting at least the basic estate planning documents, such as a healthcare power of attorney, a general power of attorney, 
a will, and maybe a revocable trust. Until next time, I'm Sarah Josie, wishing you and your family all the best wishes and health, and of course, the best planning. Have a great day, and happy Halloween. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit selectlawpartners.com. The information in this episode is provided for general informational purposes only and may not reflect the current law in your jurisdiction. You understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host or any select law partner's attorneys. No information contained in this episode should be construed as legal advice from the host or select law partners, nor is it intended to be a substitute for legal counsel on any subject matter.